The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. Welcome to another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Of course, I am Sophia Antoine. I'm your certified life and relationship coach. But I have here a woman after my own heart because what does she do? She bakes and she bakes magnificent cakes. It's the Tabron. I am so glad you are here with me today, girl, because um, I'm always hungry for some cakes. So, <laughs> I'm just telling you, listen, I am a thick girl in a semi-thick girl body. Right. So, <laughs> so please go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners and you just take it away because, like I said, you are at home. You are always welcome here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm always humbled by these opportunities, and I love what you do with the Cre- Courageous Coaching Podcast. And I'm V. Tabron. I'm the creator of SaverV.com, which is an online bakery. I'm the creator of all things domestic, and that's how I live my life. You can always find me in the kitchen cooking or cleaning up something or trying to create a new recipe. And How I got started with this, um, I was almost homeless and my car was a few days from repossession. My Bank of America account was $800 in the red because I was trying so hard to pay my rent. Um, My electricity was turned off and I was like, what am I doing? So I would just read books by candlelight since I didn't have any lights. I would just get home. I would light my candles and just read books. So I was reading this book by Napoleon Hill called outwitting the devil and I felt like a little voice said bake and I thought it was really weird especially since I didn't have electricity and I heard it again and I was like Mm. I have to do something about this so luckily I was on that good family cell phone plan with my parents (laughs) I called a good friend who worked a lot and I asked her if I could use her kitchen and she didn't know what was going on. I hadn't told anyone at this point. I was just smiling, acting like everything was okay. And she was like, yeah, girl, you know where the spare key is. Let yourself in the house. And I did. I also helped myself to all of the ingredients. In her house. Oh, that's right. And I baked snickerdoodle cookies. And I was like, what do I do now? Um, and I got like this inspired thought to go to Walmart and get some cookie bags. So like a big old Girl Scout, I got clear bags um, with little twist ties and I got some address labels. I only had about 10 bucks left. And I wrote my cell phone number on those address labels and I went around door to door to barber shops and hair salons and nail salons and malls and everything. And by the end of the day, I had all this loose change and several bills, and I made 200 bucks that day from selling. That's awesome. <laughs> I sold it on the street, and I got my lights turned back on, and needless to say, I've been in the kitchen ever since. One time for the snickerdoodles. <laughs> One time, two times. <laughs> I know that's right, girl. Oh, my gosh. That is such an amazing story, and you know what? Truth be told, I would not have thought that was your story. Yeah, that's what happened. That's how I got here. <laughs> it wasn't really planned, but I definitely know it was God's plan. So that's oh how my I got God. I just want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm having a moment here behind these snickerdoodles. Thank, <laughs> thank you to your friend. 
Right. Up to the friend who let you come through and use up all her groceries. Right, exactly. So that's amazing. So now you have a full-blown business. Yeah. And um, saverv.com. So when we go to your site, what do we see? Can we just, can, cause I'm going there. Like I said, I'm a, a thick girl in a semi thick girl body. Yes. Um, when I go there, tell me what I'm, am I going to be able to buy, select whatever I want and you'll uh, ship it to me? So this, this is how that happened. Yes, that is correct in a nutshell, but I had no idea that I would be shipping desserts online. It's not even something I had thought about. So I would create little newsletters and it was mostly just to my family and friends because I didn't have a real email list and I didn't understand that what I was doing at the time was building an email list. Absolutely. So I would just be encouraging my friends like, this is what's going on with me. I'm trying to pay this bill or I'm making cookies this day and sharing recipes. And so it was through MailChimp and there was a little button where it would kick out to Twitter and Facebook automatically. And I didn't think anyone was really reading it until yeah. I got in email from someone in the U.S. military and he was stationed in Afghanistan and he said you know we found you on Twitter and my troops over here love your newsletters they're so encouraging they remind us of our wives and kids uh, back home you're talking about red velvet you're talking about banana pudding and it just makes us happy and we print them out and we put them on the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my! What? He's like, is there any way that you could get those desserts over here? And I said yes. And I honestly didn't know how, but I just said yes, and I was gonna figure it out later. Because <laughs> I know that's right. And so there was always this guy um, at FedEx that would just always flirt with me, and I'm like, okay, I need to get this to Afghanistan. Let me go become friends with him. So I was asking him, like. If one was to ship something to <laughs> Afghanistan, how would this? And then he said, honestly, um, if it's APL shipping, which is how they ship to troops, you can just right. do that through the post office. And I'm like, really? So, you know, I stopped smiling and then I went over to the <laughs> post office. Oh, Pongo, buddy. Right. Next man. Right. <laughs> I went over to the post office um, and I made a friend there and she's like, yeah, you can ship that anywhere where we have troops. It's APL shipping. I'm like, oh my gosh. And she said, the boxes are free. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I took, you. I took a bunch of boxes. And then from there, um, I was like, well, I have to package up the cupcakes. How am I going to do this? I had no clue how I was going to do it. Then I remember my grandma used to always um, jar pickles and jellies and jams mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And I just got some jars and I started actually pouring the cupcake batter into the jars and I baked them that way. And then I was like, but there was only a little bit of frosting. So then I just baked the cupcakes individually and layered them on top of each other. And I shipped them to Afghanistan. Um, about 15 days later, I received something back in the mail from them, which is um, an honorable mention. They flew a flag in my honor. Oh. And it was just a wonderful, amazing experience. And that's how I started shipping um, desserts all over the U.S. So now, SaverV.com, you can ship all 50 states and wherever troops are in, in any country just by going online, picking your flavor. And then the little notes, if it's a gift for like mom or dad or the brother overseas, you can just put a little note there and um, we send it for you. <laughs> that's amazing. So let me, let me ask. Mm -hmm. Now, how much advance notice do you need 
in regards to holidays and such, because I know the listeners and maybe myself <laughs> may need to make something happen. Yes. So, so um, we have a 48 hour turnaround. So from the time you ship, um, it goes out within 48 hours and it's priority shipping. So if you're like local in Atlanta, you're going to get it the very next day. Or if you're like on the East Coast, you're going to get it 48 hours from then. So your order is going out most times the same day. When it comes to holidays, for example, Mother's Day, the cutoff day was four days before Mother's Day so that it could get to mommy on time. So um, it's always listed on the website with the upcoming holiday that you need to order by this date in order okay. to receive it for Christmas or in order to receive it for Thanksgiving. But the cutoff time, I try to do four to five days prior, just in case, you know, um, you live somewhere where they don't leave packages there or you have to pick it up from, you know, an office or wherever mm -hmm. you need to get it. It just gives you more cushion time to get your stuff and you don't have to worry about it going bad. The shelf life is 10 days and you can freeze the jars for up to 60 days. Okay. Well, I have a husband that may or may not have a birthday coming up. So yes. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. Okay, so let me ask you. I know I saw, because we're, we're friends on Facebook. Yes. I saw a post mm -hmm. that really took me aback. Okay. Because I was like, what are these people asking this baby to create? <laughs> <laughs> you, it was something to the effect of making a cake out of personal parts. Yes. <laughs> now, I'm sure that you, you were joking. Nobody really asked you to oh, do that. Oh, people ask all types of stuff for like, Bach bachelorette parties oh, wow. all different you know there's in our world there's a plethora of things going on behind closed doors that I didn't even know about until I got <laughs> the world. and so I just had to say because people will try to throw more money at you and I feel like your brand is an extension of you and I'm not knocking anybody who if that's what you do and you see it as a work of art that's fine there's different types mm -hmm. of art but for me, I don't want to make boob cakes. and you know, <laughs> It's just not for me. And so I call myself the queen of all things domestic. And when I visualize that, I want to be the person who makes, you know, that moment for your gender reveal cake. You know, are you having oh, a girl yeah. and the pink M&Ms or the blue M&Ms are falling out of the middle of the cake oh. and, you know, helping you get married and creating the wedding cake or... Things like that, that's when it comes to the custom cake world. Those are the memories that I want to be a part of, you know? So Absolutely. call me after the bachelorette party. Okay, that's right. Okay, got you. <laughs> or, got you know, you. for the wedding. <laughs> like, got you. I, I feel that. Okay, because I was like, oh, my gosh, what are they asking this child to make? Oh, my gosh. It happens so much. And sometimes when people are public figures and they're not used to being told no, They'll say things like, do you know who I am? Or this, how much money? It has nothing to do with the money. It's right. what I want to do um, as a cake artist and what I don't want to do. And luckily, I have that option. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm glad you do, too. Um, but let's talk about this queen of all things domestic. So besides baking, what else do you do? Well, the queen of all things domestic, I, you know, every entrepreneur has their muses or people that they look up to. And so I've always absolutely adored 
Martha Stewart. She's my white chocolate fairy godmother. <laughs> and I just love how she has effectively monopolized on everything that has to do with the home, how she bedding and cookware and little jackets for mm -hmm. your dog and pet smart and everything that you can think of that's in your home. She's branded that and made it look cool and fun and really elegant and something that she's bridged that gap. So there's women who are 21 who buy her bedding and there's women that are 60 that buy her bedding. So she's effectively, you know, marketed herself. And I love that. So I love the home. I'm the person who everyone's like, oh my gosh, you never leave the house. You're so boring. And I'm like, I actually love being at home. Like I curated a space to where I have everything I need here. And so, you know, the kitchen is here and the office is here and, you know, the, the good music is here when I'm dancing in right? the living room for no reason. And, you know, I have all my spices and my fireplace and all the good things that make me feel cozy. So I consider myself the queen of all things domestic because I really don't like showing up to places. I know it probably sounds terrible, but I just don't. I don't like leaving the house and I've gotten so much better at that. I've just completed a conference yesterday and, you know, I'm doing, I'm expanding my brand. So now restaurants are reaching out to me to review Amazing. this. So I'm going out a whole lot more, but I am at heart the queen of all things domestic. Um, you know, I'm sharing how to properly hang your pictures and, you know, just fun stuff. Um, people call me for age old recipes when they, you know, are having uh, problems with their bodies or I used to be a nanny for 10 years and wow how to get the baby to sleep better so just anything that has to do really with the home and family life is just where my heart is awesome and you're not the only one that hates going out because if I did <laughs> not have to go outside for anything listen I get my groceries delivered yeah. I get my pet supplies delivered mm -hmm. um Listen, my children are big enough to where they can do for themselves. If I did not have to go outside, I would not go outside. Yeah, I understand. Wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. And I would, be, I would be a happy hermit. Nobody <laughs> would have to. Listen, don't even come looking for me. Text me because I will hide my vehicle so you will not know I'm home. Right. You don't so, know I'm at the crib at all. <laughs> right. I'm unplugging phones, everything. So, girl, it's all right. It, it's just a new thing. But let me ask you. I see... Um. You said you were at the, a conference this weekend. Yes. What, what type of conference was it? And, and it was amazing. Oh it was here in Atlanta mm -hmm. uh, with Blavity. It was the Blavity Summit 21 conference. And so I saw, like, I found out about it really late. It's one of those things where you see it on social media and you're like, I'm going next year. And then things happen and life starts happening and you totally forget about this thing. Right. And so... By the time I saw, you know, tickets and everything, I was like, oh, I don't have time. And, you know, I have to get cake orders out. So I just said I wasn't going. Now, a friend, she's on the airplane sending me messages via iMessage. And she's like, hey, girl, I'm about to land. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to the Blavity Conference. Want to go? I'm like, are you serious? Shut up. She's like, yeah, I'm working it. You can help me work it, too. I'm like, totally. Okay. Um. Sarah Jakes was there. Um, who, there were just so many names that I'm actually drawing a blank. Karen Civil was there. Wow. Um, Robin Titi was there. Uh, Seven Streeter was there. Of course, the founder of Blavity, Morgan Debon, the founder of Travel Noir. Like everyone 
was there and it was such an amazing experience. Hundreds of women, um, sponsors like St. Jude, American Airlines, Shea Moisture, like the goodie bags. I have, I don't have to buy hair products for the next several months. Awesome. <laughs> it was so empowering. And I'm, if I had to say my favorite, they had like five fireside chats. My favorite was Robin TD and Seven Streeter. Um, they were my favorite, like, people that talk. And Robin said that she moved from Chicago to Los Angeles with no money. And she didn't want to be the person that gave up. So she just, you know, asked God as she was sitting there on the train, how many years would it take or would she be an overnight success? And she saw this guy turn around. He had a shirt on and it had a number 10 on it. And it really took her about 10 years to get to where she is now. But then it was like television shows and, and everything else. And now everyone knows her name and she writes jokes for people and she's living in her power and in her purpose. And it's just a reminder not to give up. Right. And they talked about how there's a difference between your passion and there's a difference between your purpose. Mm-hmm. Your passion is something you do when you just feel like it. And your purpose is something you just can't live without. Like your life won't be complete unless you finish that. But it's also most times not the easiest thing to do. So it was just very um, encouraging. It was so much black girl magic, as they like <laughs> to say, um, everywhere. Everyone was so pleasant and nice. There's a woman who, you know, even women we don't really hear about that are doing amazing things. She created the, if you're ever looking for a part on Amazon.com, she mm-hmm. created um, that technology oh. and sold it for millions. But now she actually works with Amazon, you know, in her deal. She said, I wanted all of my staff to be able to come with me. So there are people who are making million dollar deals every day. And, you know, we're using their technology on our homes every day. And we, we don't even know it. So just to rub shoulders, um, I got a lot of people reaching out to me saying things like, I didn't want to go to the conference because, well, I wanted to go, but it was $350 for two days. And it it's the best money ever spent. When would you get to be in a room with Sarah Jakes and Robin Didi and Seven Streeter and Morgan Debon and all of these other women? When would you get to talk to them? Like the marketer of the airport and when would they all be under one roof or you could walk up to them, give them your card, possibly give them a 60 second pitch and begin working with them. But listen, that that doesn't really happen. So it's an investment in, in yourself. And it's like, we don't blink when we're buying, you know, hair Hair. dolls or nails and everything else. Yeah, exactly. So it, that type of stuff is, the best money ever spent. And I tell people invest in yourself if you expect people to invest in you. Absolutely. And I had to throw that out there because I'm like 350, that's it. But I know people who've spent like grands on mm-hmm. hair that does not belong to them. That did not go <laughs> out of your head and yeah. you will probably put it, take it off of your head and put it into a closet on some styrofoam. Head. Yes, and absolutely. Listen, yeah. Let me go spend that $1,000 mm-hmm. on investing in myself to get in front of people who can further me or my business or that I can learn from and connect with other women. Yes, absolutely. So I, I, I'm sorry. I got excited and started yeah. shouting hair, but <laughs> it's, I see it way too often. We squander money and 
then we want to talk about, you know, what do we have to show for it? Right. Exactly. So that, that really, oh, it touches, it makes my soul itch. Like really. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Completely. But it was such a, um, it was a weekend where I worked behind the scenes. So we all worked really, really hard. Um, and so like physically I was tired, but spiritually I was so filled up and, and motivated. And at two o'clock this morning, I was writing new ideas and restructuring a new plan. Um, because like I told you before, I'm delving into this whole food writing thing now. And Mm -hmm. last year I was pitching to food conferences that kept saying, Oh no, like you're small potatoes. You're not big enough. You're not. And this year, those outlets are now reaching out to me saying, Hey, we, we noticed you're doing this and you've doubled your following and this, that, and now they're reaching out to me to cover, you know, their restaurant or their food events. And so it's like, don't just give up with the first no. I don't believe in no. I just believe it's not right now. Or exactly. It's not the right time. And so everything that I was told no with last year, I have, I'm manifesting this year. Every, every conference, every pitch, everything has been a yes now. So. Tell me if it was my imagination, but I, I seem to remember um, reference of the Essence Festival. Um, no, I, I, that ain't you girl. I'm speaking it into existence for you then. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I appreciate that. Cause I would love to do that, but I did do the Atlanta food and wine festival two weeks ago. So that may be what you're thinking about. I had got denied for that last year. And then this year I got to go and cover the events and speak to amazing chefs. And, um, as a young African-American woman, the world of food is a white male dominated field. Yes. I don't really see people that look like me that I can relate to that understand my background and my struggles. Um, they just can't relate to me. So it feels good to be able to be there and represent us and take, you know, a friend with me. I got to bring one of my friends with me and we got to sample all the foods and talk to chefs and drink really good wine and just have this experience that a lot of us don't get to have. And so I'm considering myself as a person who's kicking the door open and making a way for us because I know there's other young black women like me who want to be food writers, who want to be in food magazine and different things like that, but aren't necessarily being given a chance. Mm -hmm. So I'm, creating an opportunity on my own platform, growing that and then approaching them like, hey, this is what I've done. This is what I can do. How can we work together type of relationship? Awesome. So that, that's the perfect segue into my next um, question because this week we've lost Kate Spade as well as Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and it, I don't know, Kate, she, 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 I was kind of, I'm kind of new to her, but okay. I, I, Anthony, that really touched me. Okay. So yeah. just speak to what it is um, to be in this world of food. I, I can't say I know what struggles each of them have, but right. just because you're, you're a foodie, I, I want to pose um, Anthony to you. Okay. And of course, comment on Kate, if you'd like, because I, I know she, I have some of her stuff, but it, it wasn't as deep as I was with Anthony. Okay. In this world 
of, of being a foodie and being a chef and, and just being in that realm. How, what are the pressures that you, you're dealing with? Um, not to say you can speak to his, his ordeal exactly, but I know you can speak to some things because rejection is real and some people internalize it so much. Yeah. Um, you were speaking that you got turned down for things last year and they're manifesting this year, but right. what, what about those things that never come up for you? How do you learn to be satisfied? I know, I know that's a lot. So just please speak on whatever, but I'm just, as it comes up out of my heart, I'm speaking it. So I, I wish you would do the same. Okay. So, um, initially the, the rejection was, was really hard. It's like, I know that I'm good enough and I'm out here trying to now prove that I'm good enough to, to someone or to these outlets. And they're saying you don't have enough experience, but how do you get experience? I decided not to wallow in the depression, which I have had ex extensive bouts of depression where I felt like I couldn't even get out of bed. And what changed for me was just saturating with my mind with encouraging words and people who I know really love me, who are just here for V, not because they want a cake or they need something from me just because they're here for V. Right. Um, I don't believe in suffering in silence. I'm going to talk to somebody about it because I feel like um, there's a battlefield going on mm -hmm. in the mind. If you're just left alone by yourself with no love or compassion or encouragement. You're going to lead yourself to that mental wolf and you're going to, your, your dream and your vision and your mind and your spirit is going to be snuffed out. So I uh, always, whether I just put turn on YouTube and just listen to T.D. Jake sermons all day long, or if I listen to Tony Robbins, or if I watch, you know, a Martha Stewart in action, it keeps the vision ever before me because I know that I'm going to go out there and I may get a yes or a no, but I don't see my nose now as rejection. I now see it as a creative opportunity to create something. So if you tell me, no to your podcast, then I'm probably just going to create a food podcast. If you tell me no to your food magazine, I'm going to go and create my own food magazine. And that's, what's, that's what I'm going to do because I want the opportunity. So sometimes you have to create the opportunity. Um, with the Anthony Bordeaux situation, it's really uh, heartbreaking. But at the same time, he is a white male in a white male dominated field. So there is so much um, competitive stuff going on and to, to be the best and to have the credentials and to everyone's trying to get to master chef and most restaurants fail within the first year of them being launched. Um, one Yelp review can tank your entire restaurant just because somebody didn't necessarily feel good that day or, or like something that day. Um, it's really a, a cruel food world out there and it's so competitive. And unfortunately, it, the, the few black female chefs that I know in food are also becoming very, very competitive. I'm currently reading a book by Robert Greene called Mastery. And it's been really uh, changing my mind because there's a lot of people in the food pool. How am I going to stand out and pave my own lane and get my own niche? And that's what I keep before me. What can I do today 
that hasn't been done before? And I just leave that question out there. And then I allow myself to be inspired. I'll take a walk around my neighborhood and, you know, just relaxing, looking at the trees, hearing the birds, seeing the kids ride their bikes outside and things like that. Sometimes just spark something in me and I run back in the house and start implementing a new idea for for a cake or remixing um, something old and making it new again. And so um, you have to be open to inspiration everywhere. I go to restaurants and I'll, you know, taste the food and I close my eyes and try to pick out the spices in it. And then I'll go home and try to recreate that dish in my own way just to keep myself um, creative. So I'm very self-disciplined. And so what I've learned to do is to literally block out the world. I'm very active on social media. I'm very active with my family and friends. But I have a, um, a boundary that I place around my creativity because it's something that I protect. It's my baby. It's my child. And so I don't let anything affect my creative flow um, because that's where my, my happiness lies. So um, that's what I do. I, I shut out everything. Um, with the Kate Spade, honestly, that affected me more because I've been a Kate Spade fan for years. The accessories on my desk right now are Kate Spade. I only, like, in my drawer, I only write with Kate Spade pens. They're still in cases. Oh, wow. And so I literally, um, I cried about that. Um, you know, I had on my vision board you know, a little dress by Kate Spade that I was going to work with her one day and create little chef, you know, accessories and stuff like that. So it was really um, heartbreaking. But a lot of women, we get so caught up in the business um, that we forget about ourselves. We're nurturing by, by nature. And so we're nurturing our spouses and our kids and our friends and our businesses and where are we in all of that? Like, where is wow. the you in all of this stuff and all of these accolades and all of these magazines? That's what you do. But who are you? When is the last time you just, you know, got a hotel room and left the phone wherever it was left or turned it off and just slept? You know, mm. when's the last time you took a hot bath? I know I talked to a woman this weekend who said that she flew in and she works really hard. She's a blogger. And that the place that she was in had this beautiful garden tub and she hadn't taken a hot bath in 10 years. Wow. 10 like, whole years? I take baths every week. I have a self-care day where it's just all about V. I don't care what you want. You're not going to get it because V has to get V first. So I paint my nails and I turn on Anita Baker because I love her. You know, my mom had me listen to Anita when I was four. So we are friends <laughs> in my head. Anita sings to me. I have bubble bath. I have incense. I have reed diffusers. And I just love on me and I journal and I, you know, talk to myself out loud about desserts. You know, luckily, no, no one's here to hear me. They might think I'm crazy. <laughs> but yes, I do talk to myself because we're talking to ourselves all day in our minds and we're telling ourselves the craziest thing. So, you know, yeah. I tell myself that it's a bad day. It's not a bad life. You know, I love myself. You're a creative uh, cook. You're an amazing food writer. If they don't want to work with you, they are crazy as heck. They're going to come trying to find you later. I speak over myself all day long. And that's what I encourage people to do because we're looking at 
you know, these people who we adore, like Anthony Bordeaux and Kate Spade, it seems like they have everything. But if you don't have peace, you don't have nothing. Nothing at all. So, um, you know, that those are my thoughts in regards to, to that. And I know it was a wake-up call for a lot of people mm -hmm. um, to just find that internal happiness. You have to find that internal peace. And once you do, then everything else tends to fall in line. Awesome. And I'm so glad you said all of that because that is the essence of courageous coaching because I, I reach out to women who, well, I work with women who have lost themselves like literally, and people don't understand how you lose yourself, but it, it's a slow fading away. Yeah. And then one day you look up and you're like, I used to like stuff. I used to, to be somebody to myself. I mean, I used to do this for myself. I used to do that for myself. And now all I know myself as is this mom or this wife or this girlfriend or this side chick, if you so choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Or you know yourself by your job title. I'm an executive right. or I'm, I'm a baker. I'm a chef. But then you, you let yourself, your real self, your inner self, who God created you to be, fall by the wayside. And I think that's where the women get lost. Yeah. Absolutely. So I help them on their self-discovery journeys. And I'm so glad you have a day dedicated to yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. I am, I am so glad to hear that. I'm proud of you for that. I love you for that because people need to hear that it's an actual thing and it can be done no matter how much money you make, right. how little money you make. I mean, I understand you got to pay water bills some places, but how much does it really cost to fill up a tub full of hot water and burn some candles? Exactly. Really? And just and you don't, take care of yourself. I mean, right. I give myself a little gift every day, whether if I'm just hugging myself, you know, people, you know, sometimes look like that's weird. But I noticed that the people who are frowning are the people who aren't giving themselves the self -care. Are miserable. And they're always upset and always on edge and always stressed. I'm one of those people. I'm like, you're not going to, to rush me. I'm going mm -hmm. to do this in the proper time and when it's done it's going to be amazing and not only am I going to benefit but everyone else around me benefits because I have more to offer them since I'm solid on the inside absolutely absolutely now you said one more thing because I'm taking meticulous notes here <laughs> really but okay my I wrote this down because you said that that when you were talking about Anthony mm-hmm that he's in a male dominated world and you know he i guess he had to compete like i said i don't Absolutely. pretend to know but i'm like how can the people oh you had said about the the black female chefs that you know they're starting to become competitive with each other but they're preparing food for people and food makes me feel so good yeah yeah Absolutely. And behind the scenes to hear that th there's all this stuff going on, mm -hmm. it makes me feel bad. Right. Well, the thing is, I think when you lose sight of why you started in the first place, that's when things get competitive. I started baking. Well, it was kind of, you know, on accident, but I always loved cooking. You know, I started cooking in the kitchen with my grandma, I would stand on the milk crate to reach the stove and she would make these wonderful tea cakes. And I would say, grandma, when I get big, I'm going to buy you a bakery. And she would laugh and she just thought that was funny and cute. And so this dream 
is Annie's dream. You know, mm -hmm. she always wanted to have something like this and she passed in 99 and I'm continuing oh, no. that dream. So that's what drives me. That's what's at the forefront. It's not competing with the baker across the street. I hope that she is fantastic and great in doing whatever she's called to do. But I was called to continue Annie's dream. So that's what's at the forefront of my mind. And that's what will always be. And I'm not competing with anybody. I am an extension of Annie and I am growing this dream for us. So that's, that's, you have to remember the reason why you're doing it. Are you doing it because you just want to be better than everybody else or you just want the accolades like what is your reason for doing this right. my reason for doing this is to get annie's recipes out there to the world and to get her taste out there to the world so people can enjoy it right and That's i'm crazy. i would I'm, i apologize for cutting you off and i would be more apt to buy from you because of that mm -hmm. than to know that you're just trying to show yourself better than someone else right because right. in the end you can't that's not tangible yeah, when we compete, we end up losing. And I make this um, funny, funny story when everybody was talking about um, Nicki Minaj and, and Remy Ma beefing. While they were beefing, Cardi B was climbing the charts. Talk about it, girl. Talk <laughs> about it. It's like when you compete with anyone, unless we're in a basketball game or a football game, if you're competing, you are losing. I don't compete. I create. So mm. you guys can have the competition. People are always like, well, who are your competitors? I don't know. And I don't think it's a, um, a silly response. Yes, I know that there are other people out there making jars. And, you know, I look at the numbers and the margins and all of that. But nobody's going to make it like I make it, the way that I make it. Nobody's putting the ingredients in there the way that I do it. Nobody's going to brand it the way that... I'm created to brand it. So I don't care if there's 50 people making it. Nobody's going to do it like V because I have something unique to bring to the marketplace. So I literally um, do not pay attention to competition at all. That has nothing to do with me. Listen, that's not my business, what they're doing, because I <laughs> right. need, I have enough going on with me. Right, exactly. <laughs> and if it's not me personally, if it, it, it's probably my husband or it's my children or, right. you know, it's something else going on to be paying attention to what somebody else is doing or to talk bad about somebody or make somebody else look bad. Right. Look, listen, I always tell people, I said, honey, when you call me, I will never have the tea, but I can tell you how to brine a turkey. I know that's <laughs> right, girl. I don't have time. <laughs> None at all. So it has been a an awesome pleasure and an honor to speak with you tell everybody again where they can find you on social media where they can order listen let me get my pen out right now so i can take it all down because yeah, i'm getting me some cakes some cupcakes some snickerdoodles and whatever else you have to offer <laughs> i got you for all of your listeners, I have a coupon code when you go on savory.com. Um, savory.com is S-A-V-O-R-V.com, and the coupon code is cupcakes, so I'm sure you won't forget that. Um, we do have cupcakes for vegan as well. If you um, have some allergy issues going on or you just, you know, still want all the goodness, but mm. like not all the guilt, <laughs> so I have some vegan cupcakes, and on social media, um, I love talking to everyone. You can find me on Instagram at Domestic Queen V, at Saver V, 
um, at VTavron on Facebook. Um, I'm everywhere, and I would just love to connect with all of you because that's what it's all about. Um, I make desserts that are from the heart, and you can order them online, and they arrive right on your doorstep. So, yeah. That's amazing. Y'all better order. <laughs> Don't leave all this um, good cupcake goodness to me. <laughs> Yes, share it. Um, I'm begging y'all, please order so I don't have to order it all because I will feel obligated to do so. <laughs> but Ms. B, it's been a pleasure again. Thank you. Feel free to come back anytime. Like I said, my home is your home. You are welcome. There is never any competition here. I love all my sisters. And again, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love everything that you do, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786-749-8255. Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.